What's up, everybody? This is your girl from Not So Simple Noel. Happy Hot Week, everybody. And guess what? Your girl got a new dog. His name is Shaddy. He's a cute little golden labradoodle. And I'll definitely be posting some pictures of him on Instagram so y'all can get to see him because he's the cutest little furball ever. I am in love. But today's episode is going to be about friendships and relationships. And this episode is very special for me because I have a guest on the podcast. And this guest is very dear to my heart. We've been friends for 10 years now, and it's ongoing now. She's about to be 11 very soon. And do you want to introduce yourself real quick before we keep going on? I'm going evening, listeners. My name is Sarah. And actually, I'm actually filling in for the other wonderful Sarah. I am actually Sarah with an H. And um, I'm actually very happy that I could be here tonight to talk about um, relationships and friendships. So uh, thank you, Noel, for um, bringing me here. Yeah, of course, definitely. I'm actually very, very excited for this one today. More excited than ever. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I guess just because, like, it's, we're, like, best friends, but we're different people. <laughs> it's true. I think we just kind of had to, like, we, like, we, like, whatever we don't like about each other, we kind of learn to like about each other. That, oh it's, God. like, to that point, I guess. <laughs> it's up to that point. That is so true. <laughs> true. Quick recap before we actually step in the mm-hmm. portion of the episode. Me and her actually met back in California. I used to live in California before I came to Texas. And she was a really close family friend. And basically, my uncle and her father are best friends, and they forced us to become friends. And it all started in the dental office when her father was going to pull out my teeth. Literally. And I didn't even, I was just too busy ignoring her because I was watching Bridge to Terabithia on the TV. <laughs> That is true, and look at us now, we're best friends. So, so. you guys see, Nawana's is not as yeehaw as she used to be. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it's true when they say opposites attract each other, because me and her are opposites. Non-binary. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Polar but, bond. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Thanks for the little... <laughs> You're welcome. Guys, <laughs> there. We're going to jump right into the episode of Friendships and Relationships. And I want to start this off with, hey, like, how easy is it for you to make friends? Because for me, it's actually kind of hard to make friends. I'm very much of an introvert, and I'm awkward with people at the beginning until I get warmed up to them. But I know it's a little more easier for you, though. I wouldn't really say it's, like, easier, per se. I feel like... And I always describe this in the same way to everyone that I talk to. I feel like it really depends on the vibe. And because everybody has, you know, different personalities and different preferences and stuff. And you obviously are not going to notice all of those things when you first meet someone. So I kind of tend to go by the vibe if I feel like, you know, they're a little bit more on the open side and they're like up for conversation. Then it really tends to spark like that, you know, like friendship girl in me, like that extrovert want to like want to talk kind of person in me but then if you like you know you meet those people that are like really closed off and you're like whoa that energy is thick and then it's kind of like okay I should probably like they're not really you know up for conversation or really up for like I guess interacting with people so I feel like it just is a matter of like respecting people's personal space and then kind of just giving them so 
do you think then that you have a preference when it comes to making friends would you say I think as a I don't really as far as preference I would say I know that some people would say oh they would rather have the person go to them versus like the you know vice versa but I really just think that if you really like I think that it's just about respect really so like because it's really hard to have a preference when you don't know how the experience is going to go because every but my preference I would say I would want it to be as of like organic as possible so yeah. if you want so like if you like if you see like actually a good conversation starter would just be complimenting them if they have nice shoes you'd be like hey I like your shoes or hey I like your shirt or you know where did you get that shirt or something like that something to make them feel good that is- and I feel like that's a good um a good uh, uh, opener to um having a friendship that is very true you always want a relationship to be really organic you you want somebody like your for you are not because of what you have or because of a certain thing um I like that you actually said that because I feel like that's me too and I feel like uh, no I don't think that's the reason why I don't approach people I just think I'm just awkward in general hey <laughs> you really are <laughs> like going back to like being awkward and everything like how do you think like someone for me should go about making friends since I'm awkward and I don't really like approaching people first because I like actually yeah I do I I'm kind of more the person like hey if you approach me I will do my best to talk to you back but I am very awkward at the beginning it's true I feel like I'm depending on the day I would want that person to like I'm not the approacher I would want that person to approach me in all honesty um like for instance when I met my friend Jose I did put anxiety and that's just because that's what the first semester of college did <laughs> so sometimes so you, you as much as like you just have to do it sometimes sometimes you just have but it really just hard just just depends on your vibe first Ooh, so you like you you like getting chased do you <laughs> oh my are we talking about drinks or are we talking about friendships? No, I. am <laughs> <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. That's... So, I mean. <laughs> I died joking. I'm kidding. That was, that was a good one. That was a <laughs> Come find me. So, I found a study um, that it says that People tend to connect more with the friends than the parents. Do you know why? Mm, it could be big. A lot of, especially a lot of teenagers, are going through a lot of stuff that they feel that they can't talk to them. They feel as though, you know, because parent versus child, it's more about you know the obedient aspect, more about you know do you know do as I say aspect versus like if you're talking to your friends about problems they feel as if they'll be more understood or related to because of they're kind of going through the same thing and they don't want to just be told like they want and it's just sad that a lot of um 
they went through all this, the same stuff that we went through, just in a different. That is actually true. I being understood you... or being considered, so it's just more comfortable and talk to the peers. Yeah, I honestly, I completely agree with you about that. And if I were to answer that question, I would say the same exact thing as you because that is true. And it's I... probably less intimidating too, maybe. Yeah, that is true because I mean they're, they're your same age, you're going through the same thing. It's like more easier to talk to them. Like, I'm not gonna say they won't judge you, but it'll be harder for them to judge. You know, and I feel like with a parent, it'll be like, you said what? Why would you do You are that? grounded. <laughs> you are grounded, Missy. Go to your room. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, you know, you won't get that little, like, yeah. talk that you would like, man, I don't really want to have this talk. I want you to tell me everything's going to be good. <laughs> oh, they want that it, constructive talk. Yeah, that is true. Sometimes you just want to be listened. <laughs> you just want to be listened to, honestly. Yeah. yeah, that is true. It's very true. So do you think that, like, having multiple friends benefits at all for someone? Honestly, that's a good one. Because I think it also depends on the personality. Like, for me, I know what it's like to be in a group of friends. And then I also know what it's like to be, you know, like, you know, having, you know, one-on-one. Yeah. And I think it really just depends on the dynamics. Because when you have a friendship of, let's say two or three people it's a undeniably a very much more intimate you know dynamic and then you, when you have the group friends it's kind of like you can be yourself but you kind of have to consider you know everybody else's yeah. um tastes considerations, and all that other kind of thing and I wouldn't really say one is better than the other but I do think um more strengthening than the other that is actually true i will make because i do friendships could be kind of like diluted yeah that is true like with me i have a very tight group of friends like my circle is not as big and Mm -hmm. that doesn't only have to be because i'm an introvert but because i found the people i feel like i i found the people that i'm kind of i don't want to say drawn to but i feel very comfortable with that like in the instance i met them i felt that comfortability that with right. other people I wouldn't feel because when it comes to me talking to people I am a nervous wreck I am sweating through my armpits I am sweating through my nose Bro, same. <laughs> yeah anxiety up the roof and then I don't know but I know I'm a nervous wreck but like I was drawn to these people who are like not only were they good people I feel comfortable like instantly if that made sense which I was with you. I feel comfortable. Like I feel pretty comfortable with you, like right away. But it took me a little. Really? Before. Yeah, I did. I really did. Hmm. I never knew that. Well, now you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Is that my ten year anniversary ring gift? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm just kidding. Eleven, by the but way. Yeah. Twenty nineteen, bro. Twenty twenty. <laughs> Oh, the I world know. is retrogating. <laughs> I know. So, so do but you, yeah. But like, so do you even do you think like making friends is necessary then, or do you just think um, that one like you should have a mixture of everything, but you should have friends? I think it's it kind of goes in with the same thing of having like, is it important to have acquaintances or not important to have acquaintances? It's good to expose yourself to different kinds of people and have yourself out there. 
important to have um for me it's more important to have a, a really good sacred bond with a couple someone's versus you know trying to keep up with a big old group in my opinion but it really just depends on the person and what they thrive into because for me honestly i would find friendships be very exhausting because of my own personality but to someone else um, that is actually so sharing the you know the sacredness of having one or two friends just you know, with how much that person you know knows me and you know I would want them to be reliable you know they're like your family that is very true you're you're right you're bringing someone basically like into your life mm-hmm. as a friend we're still in friendships don't get me wrong people as a friend like you're bringing someone into your life sharing everything and like that person knows every layer of you that makes sense mm-hmm. or they should almost every layer of you and like that's like you share sometimes like vulnerable parts of you or like different parts of you yeah which that you want them to be you want to feel comfortable and like you said you want them to be reliable you want to be able to let your guard down around them because you can't mm-hmm. you have friends you kind of have to like be a certain way around because then if you start showing you and it's kind of like, you know, I feel like the best and worst of that person and still, you know, for them, for them. Mm-hmm. That is, that's very true. Hmm. Man, you love you speechless. Do you think like, what's your experiences like with like um, you know, stuff like that? What do you prefer? Hmm, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I like, I feel like as an introvert, sometimes you kind of like the group because that way the pressure is not a lot on you, and that's the thing. That's the thing. The pressure is on you if it's on one-on-one. Like, if you stop talking, the other person ain't going to talk to you. And then she's going to get real awkward. <laughs> awkward moment. It's going to be like, whoa, I don't know how to, like. God, I know. <laughs> but when it's on the group, it's like, if you don't talk, other people are still talking. And then you somehow jump, jump in. So you kind of feel a little more comfortable. Man, it's just, I would, I would go with, like, a group, maybe. But it makes yeah, sense. I would kind of definitely go with the group. I feel a little more comfortable with the group. I don't feel as like pressured to like have to talk to someone, unless, like I said, I kind of get that sense of like comfortability with them right away, like I did with you. It's true, and it's really weird because sometimes, like, I know that some people consider the amount of time you spend with someone, and then some people don't. Because sometimes you can know someone for a while, and then you constantly have to keep reestablishing that connection. And then there are some people that you just don't know for very long and it's like you guys stop talking and then you guys start talking again. And it's like you guys never stopped talking. So it really like as much as time's considered, you should really try not to overthink them so much too. That is very true. And I was about to ask you a question about that. Like, do you think the duration of a friendship will affect the strength of that friendship or the relationship, whatever you want to call it? 
I think it's like it's kind of like when you kind of compare you know predestination to free will and how you have a little bit of both I think it's kind of like that so it's kind of like you do want to consider the amount of time because time is a virtue and a lot of things happen in a whether in a short amount of time or you know well let me say short term long term so like that is what's like what do they well fully know someone until at least after 10 years that is true but it shouldn't be the only dictator yeah misery that is true and i feel like during that time like everybody goes through different stages of their life and Mm -hmm. kind of see I guess you want to say like a certain friendship you kind of see if that friendship is really true or really organic or really meant to be and I feel like me and you kind of like you know what I mean like when it came to our friendship since like we both had almost a similar situation we all had different like me and you had different stages in our life we kind of like proved to herself like we were there for each other that makes sense and that's true. And let's be honest, we even had our moments where, because as much as we wanted, you know, as much as we had, you know, our friendship and as much as, you know, we were trying to keep that friendship strong, like you said, you know, it's really important to, you know, because as much as you go through phases, there are still parts, you know, there were times that we didn't, there were was a period that we didn't talk, just be- different kinds of phases like you said and then you know trial and figure out you know what you want and what you don't want and what's a part of it, like you said and and then you come back to each other and it's kind of you realize a lot about yourself are not that different you are more the same mm-hmm. Go ahead, Noah. You can sing the song. I won't wake up in this. You guys, she freaking loves that song. She be going at that song. Sandy Cheeks. That's my favorite song. You need a tree dome, homie. I'm going to get you a guitar. I thought you had a little with her. Yo, Yo. Man, I- she was the best <laughs> oh my god now i know why people say i'm all over the place i have okay if y'all don't know me every time oh my god so if something random comes in my head i have to spit it out so then i, I no wonder why people say i'm all over the place when i'm on here because girl look i get new different ideas all the time <laughs> at least now we'll know we'll never run out of ideas <laughs> that is true hey so it's gonna stay fresh and clean. Win some, lose some. Oh my god! So, <laughs> so then, do you like Anywho. going back to like the duration of our friendship and like what we're talking about? Do you think that like age old friends are always gonna be compatible than like newly made friends? Mm, can you ask me that again? So, like me and you. We're going to put this in an example question form. Me and okay. you, you know, we've been friends for 10 years. 
do you think me and you are always going to be compatible than my friends that my group of friends that I have? They're, they're new, they're new like friends because I've only met him them for like two, three years now. We haven't been friends for that long as long as me and you. So do you think me and you are going to be more compatible than them? Like me and you are just always going to agree on everything. We have the same likes, same everything. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, because let's be honest, back then we were all far as like our tastes went and actually i and also um we have a friend so i think i don't we were before but i think that had to do with a lot of um that also had to do with a lot of uh growing up and phases and all that other kind of thing yeah i feel like like i think anyone could be compatible the time that is true. The time and I feel the experiences that you go through with that person kind exactly. of also defines not only the compatibility, but how true is and organic is that friendship. It's true. This will lead into, I guess, like, how do you deal with a with a friendship that deals with distance? If that makes sense. And I feel it's the true. way this. I hope this is not, like, getting off topic. I hope, like, it kind of has, like, a... (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're still talking about friendships. Yeah. So, like I said, the reason why I also wanted to bring this question up is because me and Sarah live in two different states. Like I said, California, I'm in Texas. And, um, man, we went through a lot when we were kids, actually. Um, I had something happen in my life. And she was there. And then she had something unexpected happen to her. And I was there. And then I moved. And like, hey, look at us now. We're 10 years strong. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Damn. Nobody can. <laughs> Nobody the hurricanes can and the avalanches and the deserts. And we wrote yeah, those camels, like- dude. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> so like, because it's like, yeah, what were you saying? Oh, no, keep going, keep going. I'm just to consider, um, you know, every aspect of that, of that, um, what do you call it? We're talking about what, love. yeah, like, and friendships. Yeah, and I think it's like, especially when it comes to long distance, you really just kind of like, you really establish an amount of respect for each other. Especially when you're not able to be up each other's booty anymore. <laughs> you really get to appreciate, like, you know, the because a lot of people tend to dictate their bond with how much they're around that person physically. And I feel like that could be very disillusioned sometimes. Ooh, okay, now we're getting no, okay. <laughs> yeah, Oh my god, this kid. <laughs> well, I like that. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> well, like, cause, like, well, cause again, don't you agree? Like, don't you get like a lot of people who like base friendships off of how much around each other? Yeah. What do you think? It's ridiculous, man. Cause it, the thing is, like, it's the the quality of the time you spend together. If that makes sense. 
of how mm-hmm. it goes. Like, example, like, me and her, like, we were together for, like, a, the longest time, four years, up each other's butt. Every weekend, we were sleeping over each other's house. I would go there for <laughs> summer, the whole summer break, Christmas break. I was at this girl's house. Like, you would never not see me at her house. We would go to, like, stuff together. We went to the same schools. Her mom would pick us up. My aunt would pick us up. Like, when I say we're 24-7 with each other, we're 24-7 with each other. And if not, we would somehow talk to each other on the phone or something. I don't know. If there was a point where our, like, <laughs> excuse me, I had to sneeze. There was, continue. There was <laughs> You're good. Where our family would literally try to give, like, give us a break from each other. And, like, they would hide our phones and everything. We somehow managed to still talk to each other. But when I hear is boom, 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 literally, then <laughs> I have to to a different country, not a different state, a different country. We still kept in touch, but we kind of like gloomed away. And then I moved to Texas. I went to college and somehow me and her reconnected and it felt like we were back. Like if time didn't pass by, we were just all growing yeah. up and all matured up and our bodies changed. And that's about it to be honest (laughs) that's what I say it's like it doesn't really matter like the time you spend together the quality of it and we had a good quality I guess you could say at the beginning of the starting off of our relationship that when it came to this long distance point and we did stop talking and we did reconnect it was like man you you realize how much you needed that person that person that you know reliable you trust and like when and you really it makes you appreciate them a lot yeah. more too. And like when it really comes to like a distance friendship, it is hard, but both of you will notice if y'all are really meant to be friends. If that makes sense, because if y'all are really it's meant true. to be friends, trust me, you will do anything and about anything to make sure this friendship works and y'all stay in contact and whatever. Because one besides you being a phone call away they will do above and beyond because like damn she be in california she be turning in assignments for me or the other way around like (laughs) yeah it happens she'll be calling me to wake me up to go to class like you'll you'll because you won't (laughs) but like you realize like how like they mean to you and the distance you know what i mean won't affect yeah man i feel like i didn't make sense i hope no it it, it, it makes perfect sense because it's like there are a lot of and i've seen this especially like for example my cousin she was always worried about you know losing friends and losing friends and i told her dude if if a friendship is really meant to last you guys will find each other back no matter the distance like no matter the time no amount of distance or time can dictate that you know and if they really want you in their life they will like you said they will go above and beyond more than just you know a text hey hope you have a you know it just it really just it really just depends and because every friendship has different needs and different I guess flavors I guess you want to call it um it really is important to you know ask the other person you know what they need out of that friendship that is true because it's just like any other relationship you got your eggs. You got your flour. You go make that cake. Where's the butter and the milk coming to? 
Well, <laughs> actually, not everybody adds eggs to cakes, Nawad. Some people can't have chicken eggs. My cousin most certainly can't. <laughs> Poor guy. He's allergic to chicken eggs. But yeah, so no amount of distance or time can dictate a friendship. And I think the, the more that people realize that, the more calm they'll feel or more confident they might feel about having um, bonds with people. Yeah, it's really that way they will be more authentic in the long run. It's really true about that quality, like the quality of the time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, yeah. like, they live in a different country, right? And, like, they're on the phone with each other. It's like the quality of that time when they were being on the phone. It could be a simple five seconds, but it could be the best five seconds ever. You'd be like, man. True. You know, and I feel like it, it really has to do with the quality of it. Like you said, no. Like, the, this is the time doesn't have to do with anything. It's, like, really the quality of it. And, like, mm-hmm. what is each one of, I guess, the parties willing to put in and willing to do for it to work out? Because it, right. it is a struggle. Because I'm not going to lie. I've gotten but hurt before because she won't answer my phone calls. And I've gotten <laughs> but hurt before because I fall asleep before her because we were two hours ahead. But, hey. We've made it work somehow, and look at us now. We're 11 years almost. Dang. As old as your sister. <laughs> that is true. As old as my sister. My sister was born when me and her started becoming friends, and my sister's 11. Throwing that out there. Okay, fun fact. We're old. <laughs> God, we're not that old. I'm just 20, by the way. Let me throw that out there. Just with back pains already. Oh, God. I mean, you can agree with that. I swear. Um, I'm the one with the scoliosis, so. <laughs> I swear, I don't want to get off or anything, but. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right after I finished hitting the teens, and I went right into the zeros numbers, you know what I'm trying to tell you? No more tens. <laughs> Starting to go into the bigger, higher digits numbers. No more one at the beginning. Dude. I I want I promise you, I feel different. Something about me just felt different. It did not feel like when I was 19, 18, 17. I felt different. <laughs> it's called old. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. It's called old. Hey, if you're about to turn 20 and you start feeling different the next day, it's called being old. <laughs> you're not a child. You're not a teen. You're just... A crusty old. adult now. You're just old. You're just old. <laughs> I mean, talking about... I mean, this has nothing to do about being old, but I do have a question, a very interesting question. And I feel like this... I feel like everyone asks themselves this question or asks somebody this question. Do you think that two people of the opposite sex can become friends? Two people of the op- wait. Can two people of the opposite sex become friends? I mean, I guess just be friends. There you go. Oh, um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I do think that there is a very high probability of one having feelings for the other. Most likely, coming from the guy side. But I think, like I said, if, if like I said, the friendship, if there's the respect there. And all that other kind of thing. And it really just depends on where they both stand as far as that friendship goes. I do think they could 
I do think a, a male and a female could just be friends. Okay. And what do you think about, like, the opposite sex understanding can be more understanding than two people of the same sex? So, like, do you think a girl and a guy, they were talking to each other, they could understand each other more than, like, if me and you were talking to each other, like, girl and girl talk? I really just, I think it depends on the perspective you're seeking. So, like, if you have, like, if you're, like, okay, we're girls, right? <laughs> but if, you know, if we, if we wanted, you know, if we wanted advice that was more inclined to a male's, you know, thinking, we would go to our male friends for that kind of advice. If we, or if they needed advice, but only, if they needed girl advice, then they would go to, you know, a female friend for that kind of advice. But if you and me, or if like like you said, girl to girl talking, then yeah, it'd be more relatable because you know we're both females and we we both know what it's like to be female and we can relate to that kind of thinking. That is very true. So I really just think it depends, really. There is definitely because a line of demarcation right there. That is very true, and I feel like it's not like the one can understand the other better. But man, like let's. One can't live without the other, that's for sure. That is very true. One can't live without the other. What is it? Pears and apples? It's like the neck and the head. There you go. Where the hell did I get pears and apples from? You're just just on some fruit frenzy or something. Probably. (laughs) Y'all didn't know, on our pilot, I was on a kombucha kind of phase. Yeah. (laughs) I I get on to new phases. Well, guess what? Today's fruits. Hey, what's up? You know? Granny Smith apples, if you want to go ahead and send me a bunch of apples in the house, more than welcome. Oh, Granny Smiths are so good. <laughs> dude, I can already feel the comments like, dude, Nawal, she just gets off topic all the time. What the <laughs> Dude, this is why this podcast all over the place. She should be can- It's worth it. No, I'm kidding. Please don't cancel me. But yeah, definitely, I do believe there's a line of demarcation. There's like, it's not that one understands more than the other, but like, they do think very different. <laughs> I mean, do you think like also the sexual orientation could affect the friendship of one understanding the other? Like, let's say your friend is gay, like a guy friend is gay, and you're a girl, do you think they could understand each other more? Like, and what, what, like, what do you mean in what scenario? In a scenario, like, you know how we were saying, like, you have, like, a fr- two friends of the opposite sex. Um, they have better understanding of each other than friends of the same sex. Do you think, like, the sexual orientation can affect that? Like, they're two opposite sex, but one of them, it's has a different sexual orientation. Um, well, I think, well, this kind of, like, similar to, like, the similar to the last um, scenario that we discussed. Just because, you know, depending, because exclusively the LGBTQ community, they ourselves are going to have, you know, feelings or going through things that's really hard to discuss with, you know, just about anybody, just because it's hard for them to be understood. Yeah. And I think if they find friends or people that are similar, going through similar experiences and have similar feelings like, like, um, like them then of course it'd be a lot more easier for them to make friends in that aspect because of, you know, the commonalities that they share. Um, I think as far as like talking to like a straight person about it, I don't think it could be a problem. 
or like I'm not saying a problem, but I think like that person would definitely have to try to put the shoe on the other foot in order to accommodate that friend that you know that friend's um needs as far as like trying to um like let's let's say that friend try to like seek that straight friend for advice you know they would really have to um figure out how to go about it versus someone that's already going through it themselves you know yeah so you think that compatibility probably plays an important factor when it comes to being friends with someone Well, like, be, well, like being friends with someone. Yeah, like you think compatibility plays an important oh, yeah, factor yeah. in general. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Hmm. I mean, that I agree with you too. I do think compatibility plays an important factor. But compatibility is a spectrum. That's the thing. It's a spectrum for any relationship. But when it comes to a relationship, you know, a loving relationship to a friendship, I yeah, it is. It really is. Like, hey, if you're if you and this person are like opposite axis, like y'all ain't gonna get along, even if you have, I don't know, even if you do whatever voodoo, do whatever you decide to do, y'all just ain't gonna get along. Y'all gonna be like cats and dogs, and it's just gonna be unhealthy in general. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I mean, like, I think it just really depends on, like, because even though compatibility is important, there are those friends, like you said, opposites attract. And I think it's just like, the matter of accommodating each other's likes and dislikes. I guess. And, you know, things like that. I guess how much you open yourself up and how open you are. It really, yeah, it really depends on that kind of thing. It really does. I guess it it would make sense in that scenario. It it would. Like, it just really depends how, like, far you're willing to, like, make the other one feel comfortable so you can feel comfortable, if that makes sense. It, it just... I mean, it really does have to do with that. Hmm. It does. That's, yeah. that's nice. It's really nice to think about it, like, you know, think about it in that, in that way. But and it's like, really funny, though, because, like, yeah, go ahead, no one, sorry. Oh, no, keep going, keep going. Oh, I'm just agreeing the fact that, like, now that I'm really thinking about, like, all the, all the things that go into you know, a friendship and just about how, you know, how important it really is. It is true. A friendship is almost like dating someone. They're equally as needy. I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) But like, it is like, it is like if you were dating someone, like you have to care about them. You have to put in the work for it to work. That's just how it is. I I feel like that's with any relationship you have with someone. Like, you have to put in the work. You have to, you know, do what you have to do for it to work. Does that make sense? Yeah. And a lot of it, like, and it shouldn't be forced either. Like, as much as the work you put into it, a lot of it has to happen, you know, naturally. And you'll, and you'll know when it happens naturally, too. Yes. And since we opened up the topic about dating someone, it's equally as dating. What do you prefer, a friendship or a romantic relationship? What do you mean? Like, if you were to pick one one, like, since we opened up this topic about, well, I opened up talking about dating. Because <laughs> you know me. <laughs> I don't know. Is it weird for me to think that I would, like, well, at least in my in my dating philosophy, that person has to, like, be, like, my best friend before they could be, like, anything else after that. 
Like, I can't just go, like, I don't know. I feel like, because for me, a relationship is the step further after building a good friendship or relationship with somebody. And I know that a lot of people have had really successful, you know, relationships, you know, in in other different ways. But I feel like for me, um, that person really has to be my best friend before they could be like, you know, a lover or whatever the hell you want to call the term. Um, Just because, again, you're still opening yourself up to somebody. And I can't just skip all those steps to go straight to a relationship if there's nothing to say for before that. You know, I mean, I can agree with that too. I would like to get them to know the person for a while before. Like, I don't care if they look like fine wine. I have to connect with them in my brain, or it just won't work. <laughs> like, wow, the age of, like fine wine. You know that only applies for older men, right? I mean, some of them look really nice. <laughs> so, I mean, do you think like intimacy has also to do with that? With like the relationship of romantic relationship to work because i think it does and it doesn't only have to do with like physical intimacy but like intimacy like emotionally too do you think like that would it also plays a huge role for it to like for a relationship a romantic relationship to actually work oh of course because any relationship needs intimacy i mean i know that like i know that you know they say that you know um and you know sex and all of that that form of intimacy is important in a relationship but I feel like when it comes to um you know because that's not the only kind of intimacy that exists you know there's cuddling there's holding hands there's you know nice small gestures you know kisses touches whatever there, there are different ways to initiate or make or have someone feel special and I feel like because every relationship has different, like I said, different needs. You know, there is probably, yep. like, for instance, yep. you get a couple that's, you know, the girl is a little more on the on more physical side. You know, she likes being, she likes, she likes her hand held. She likes being hugged a lot. She likes being cuddled. And then, you know, you get the guy that's more about the affirmations. You know, he likes being told he's handsome. He likes being told he looks good. He likes being told, you know, whatever feels, whatever feeds his male provider ego. You know, so it really depends on, you know, what you, what you need. But regardless of what you need, any level of intimacy is important in any relationship yeah, or friendship. Like for a relationship or friendship for something to work out, well, a romantic relationship, I would say for both, you need to tell each other your needs. You, every relationship has a different need. Every romantic relationship has a different, like, different needs, like, Let's say when you start dating at a young age, you have different needs than when you're a 20-year-old dating someone else. Because definitely, because, like, with me now, like, it's like, man, I don't want to just date anyone and then just break up with them. Like, in high school, it's like, oh, whatever, you know, high school is high school. Like, I'm in high school, so what? We broke up. But, like, now it's like, dude, like, I don't want to just date anyone. So, like, it's definitely, like, you want to talk with someone about, like, the needs in that relationship. And I feel like definitely the boundaries, don't you think? Having boundaries with each other. Say that last part again. Like, I, what I was saying is, like, definitely for a relationship to work is knowing each other's boundaries. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, you're not, you know what I mean? Like, you need to 
make them aware of the boundaries that you have. Like, hey, like I'm not oh, gonna, yeah. communication. I'm is not key. gonna let you talk to me like this. Or I'm not gonna let you to do that. This person in front of me, like you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Because it's like a lot of, and I think that's one of the biggest issues in in, in relationships is that we are too scared or intimidated to tell each other what we need because it's either we expect them to know or you know there are just multiple reasons that you know we tend to make of it but yeah it's definitely important to communicate you know those needs yeah I feel like we can definitely like definitely definitely it's like it's like a I don't want to say the circle of life, but it's like the circle of life. You can That's definitely. Of life. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like definitely in life, I guess in general, with any like dealing with a romantic or friendship, yeah. it's like everything comes down to the needs of each other and communication. Like you need to know the needs and communicate those needs, and that's where like you develop the boundaries the fears and like all these other things like how y'all fight with each other or like family or like children like I feel like all of that is just all comes together if that makes sense it really does it really does and it's kind of like I feel like the more that the more that you don't overthink it the the you know the more that the more authentic it is and the more you can really see it for what it is and then you can really appreciate it for what it is it's very true. And very then you can decide if you want to pursue that or not. Or if this suits you or not. So, hey, a tip. I guess if you want to start dating someone or being friends with someone, talk about your needs. Boundaries. Well, yeah. Well, not exactly. Be like, hey, I need this. What kind of... <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Bro, I need... You're going to give me this right now. <laughs> I just feel it's more like needs of like safety, support, un- honesty, the fun part, you know, the foundation Respect, to build trust, a connection. Yeah, yeah I, it's the foundation for you to build a connection with. There someone. you go. That's the word foundation. A stable foundation. The way that we bond. They're, I feel like they're called bonding needs because that's how you bond, if you know what I mean. It's true. It's, it is. But I want to ask you something. I'm, I'm just curious, you know? Okay, <laughs> shoot me. Honestly, this is probably me exposing you. So, um, <laughs> okay, look, we just concluded right here about um, friendships and romantic relationships. Like, we concluded with it has to do with communicating your needs. But I just want to kind of know, like, what do you think about, like, how do you feel about marriage and children? <laughs> well marriage itself is a very broad spectrum so I'm gonna need you to narrow it down a little bit what about marriage exactly do you want to know you know like now we have like open relationships dating um not getting married what is I don't know what are those called like um open union common union I sound really um bad. I'm not sure but you know what I'm talking about we're like they're yeah, I know what you mean. together and they have children well, I think it's I think it's a very interesting concept because so like a, I guess yeah. what I'm trying to say is like do you believe in 
marriage and stuff. <laughs> oh I think I, I I get what you're saying. I think it's like, and, and it's a very interesting phenomenon because a lot of, um, I mean, the concept of marriage is very, I mean, for for decades and decades has been about, you know, the traditions, right? Yeah. And things being traditional, and we're heading towards, you know, um. I mean, for, I mean, our generation alone has evolved a lot and, you know, we're kind of heading towards, you know, an era where marriage or traditions are not very, are not incorporated as much as they used to be. So do you and to think a, you're more of like a traditional person? It's, I don't know. And that's really hard to family. say because like I said, to some people, marriage is based off of, it's the fine line between a marriage certificate and not having a marriage certificate. You know what I'm saying? And how there are people who have been together for many, many years, many, many years, and have children, but they never signed a paper. But then, but you would consider them married, you know? They're not married, and they have two beautiful kids. <laughs> Continuing. Okay. So it's kind of like, I don't know, I do believe that I mean, I believe in having a traditional relationship. I don't think I want to have, you know, a relationship with my man and then he wants to have it open. You know, that's the thing that I don't really agree with. I feel yeah. like, you know, uh, uh, it should be sacred be- between two people. But as far as the concept of marriage, I know I don't think that you have to be married because, again, there are a lot of people who have been together for many years and they're not tied down to a piece of paper. That is true. Because honestly, once you're married, the government's just like, all right, we're going to take your money and that's it. I feel like that's that's where me and you differ. I am 10 times more conservative than her. I I had the dream of once I meet the person I want to be with, I want to get married with them. I definitely believe in like, you know, getting married, having children, having the, you know, the traditional family, I guess. I don't, Mm -hmm. I guess I want to say like I, with me, I'm like, I want, like, I want to get married. I want to have my children. And I, if that makes sense, then I want to meet my grandchildren. I want to have dogs. And I want to live in a little farmhouse. Oh, wow. I want a cottage, so it's okay. <laughs> you know, like, I, that, that to me, like, to me, it's like, I want, I know, like, the paper doesn't mean anything, but I feel like just that, I, I don't know how to explain it. Like, I, mean, I know what you mean. I think it's because, I think it, I think it's because it should mean something, but people don't don't um see it that way i guess and I they like don't see me, it that way and i guess for me like it's like us getting married just it means something and it means that we're both like in my in my head you know people made this yeah i totally me. agree in my head it just means like we're you're making this devotion to each other and each other only like, yes devotion to each other and like us each other only like you know how it says like um what is it together in sickness and like and health, how death it was part. And death and all that. It's like, you're making this devotion to them. And I feel like that's what it's meant to be. It's not like, mm-hmm. we're signed a night, we're signing a paper, and you give me half and I give you half so anything wrong happens. It's like, we are opening each other's life to each other. And we are bringing other people in our lives. And like, this is what it is. Like, it's me and you opening up to each other. That makes sense. It's true. And it's only sad that there are so many couples that go through all of that and they don't they don't um stick to those principles that is true and i feel like what people don't understand nowadays like 
relation a romantic relationship it's not perfect it was never perfect it was never meant to be perfect if that makes sense it was never that's but true what really makes it work is how do I explain it? it's like how, the way y'all handle it the way you it's handle true. it the way you, you you know what I mean the way y'all are going through it so I feel like that's just really how it works to be honest personally that's what I think and it's true because you know it's really quick to you know point the fingers mm-hmm. as to what the other person did but honestly it takes two and that it is true it takes two and that's why I feel like also y'all are together but you also have like going back to like the needs and the boundaries it's like you also have to have some alone time for yourself you know like y'all should know how to live together y'all should know how to live apart from each other that makes sense because you have to have your individuality yeah yes y'all shouldn't be mushed as one if that like you should know how to live apart from each other and i feel like that also has to do a lot with boundaries it's like hey you know what like when i need this time for me i need this time for me and when you need this time for you you need this time for you it's true Definitely, and I feel like this is a really, really beautiful way to end this um, podcast about friendships and relationships. I found y'all. I hope y'all found this very interesting. But we do have actually two songs of the day. Um, we, me and her, now we listen to similar music. Later now, we're very old school. Me and her, specific two thousand. But I want her to tell you her song of the day first, and then I'll go ahead and tell mine because shocker, shocker, it's very interesting. So what's your song of the uh, of the day of the week, whatever? Actually, I'm scrolling up the messages now. I'm trying to find it because it's actually the one that I sent you earlier. Really? The it's actually so, called. Wait, are you doing your song or my song? First? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm excited. I don't want her to tell me actually. All right. Well, I've actually um. Well, just for a little bit of a background, based in music. But I dominantly like, you know, the whole um, post-grunge rock thing. I was on YouTube the other day and I kind of went down this um, rabbit hole. And um, there's a band called Starset. And it's a pretty good rock band. And I heard this new song called Manifest. And what I do like about it is the fact that um, if you want a really good pumping rock out song, that's a good song for that. But what I like about it is the composition and the different musical layers that go into the song, aside from the lyrics. Because I really like really good complex lyrics. So I give that one a listen, and I find if, I, if a song really gets my head going on the first listen or two, then I consider that a good song. So I'd say Manifest by Starset for this week. Wow. I did not even know you were going to pick that song, Tiana. That was the last one in my head. But my <laughs> song actually... Um, Miranda Lambert released this new album, her 2019 album. It's actually Tequila Does by Miranda Lambert. I listen to country. Shocker, shocker. I'm from Texas. Woohoo. Born and raised here. <laughs> I <was laughs> country. It's a really good song. I really liked it. Very old school. So I would also give that a go. Um, me and her, we listen to every single kind of music out there. And y'all should definitely let me know if y'all want me to do um, post my playlist on Instagram, post what I'm listening throughout the day on Instagram. I would really love to because I listen to a lot of music. And I listen from 60s to all the way now for sure. But I am going to catch y'all up next week on Monday. 
we're actually going to have a sexual ed class next Monday. And I am kind of excited to talk about this because I feel like we should put awareness to this. But I will leave y'all with this. Quote, life is simple, but that's what makes it not so simple. So see y'all next week. Bye.